I know you're out there. I can feel you now. You are listening to Spiritual Fitness, brought to you by Inspire the Collective. Spiritual fitness? What is that? Spiritual fitness is the digital community space helping everyday greatness seekers all over the world challenge and conquer one of the biggest obstacles we all face, our own mind. Embarking in topics to get you out of your own way, strengthen your internal game, and excite your soul for passionate growth. Prepare to open your hearts for truth, clear your mind for inception, and strap your carcass in for a soul awakening shakedown as we unpack another episode good morning good afternoon good evening good wherever you are we're so glad you're back here joining us again on spiritual fitness we're going to jump right back into the conversation we had with jonathan in which we were talking about our comfort zone and our familial zone and starting to talk about fear we had some really great acronyms for fear losing our voice let's continue that discussion here you know, I want to help people realize, no, you're not alone. Other people have been through it, but you're going to survive and you're going to thrive through it. You're going to survive and you're going to thrive. Like you have stepped away from what is totally expected you from a family sense. We are so ingrained to say family, 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 and not saying that family is not important because it is family, but family can be your community. Family can be someone that you met three days ago. Like Jonathan, like you are definitely walking right into my family as I am into yours. And you know, you're, you're definitely a brother that we speak the same language. We think the same way we, we challenge ourselves in the same way. And that's family. It doesn't have to be a bloodline. And, and I think we get so caught up in that and there are so much opportunity for us as humans to grow sometimes beyond the fam- the familial line beyond our genetic mm-hmm. code beyond what is expected of us from a genetic bloodline we can step forward and move move more into a as we keep talking about familiarity zone moving into a more comfortable zone and that's what i think we're talking about here is you were mm-hmm. in a familiar zone with the family and you were like you know what this isn't working for me I want to go challenge myself to find a more comfortable zone where I'm going to thrive. Yes. And not just thrive, just like, you know, our families, it's like we're taught in society, our families are supposed to set us up to be successful, right? They're supposed to give us all these skills to be successful in life. But it's like, when you look around, like who you're with and who is part of your tribe and community, are they really setting you up for success? Are they really setting you up to thrive? Mm. Is it resonating with who you are? Because if it's not, then you should step away, right? Step outside that zone and go into something to where people are really going to support you, you know, support your journey energetically, spiritually, whatever words you want to use, but be there to be like, what are you doing for yourself today that really brings you up and lifts you up to a better frequency? I think that's so important. Yeah, Jonathan, I I think it's really amazing. And and so this is the, this is the exact topic we want to talk about with you. So We're talking about familiarity zone versus the comfort zone. And what we've been looking up and what a friend of ours has told us about this is is a way to look at this. And I would love to know if you've heard of this and what you think about it. So the familiarity zone is a zone that makes us feel safe. It's something that we were around so much that we just adapt to it and make it our own way of thinking, right? As we said earlier, it could be your religion. It could be what you eat. It could be what you say. It could be how you think. It could be the music you listen to, the people you're around. You're around it so much, it just becomes your familiar zone. 
But that doesn't mean that's the zone that you're going to be your best you in. So what we can do is, as Jamie had said, the comfort zone can be maybe this negative connotation. So for a lot of people that might have a, have a hard time saying, oh, it's so hard for me to get out of my comfort zone. Well, let's try and see it this way. The familiarity zone is your zone where you feel most safe. It's your most comfortable. You know it. Everything around you is normal. You thrive as is. It's your safe zone. The comfort zone could be a space where if you walked into it, you challenged yourself in some areas of your life, could actually be a zone where you actually perform better in. So uh, this is why we want to have you on, because I feel from what you said, the familiar zone was your family zone, the zone that was expected of you, the thing that was safe. But you were like, mm, you know what? This isn't safe for me. I want to try something else. And now looking at where your life has progressed like exponentially, it's more of a comfortable zone for you. This is your comfort zone. And so have you heard of this? Have you thought of it this way? And what are your, your perspectives on that? No, I, I, uh, I completely believe in, in what you're saying. The, the thing of it is, is I think we get too caught up in what we want the outcome to be mm -hmm. as opposed to allowing a higher source transition into what it should be like the bigger picture like i'm constantly stepping out of that that zone in order for the next level that even the current zone that i'm leaving now i was so terrified of i ended up excelling at it tremendously and now i'm literally bored of the of this current zone <laughs> right so, yeah it's no longer familiar for you you like this new comfort zone yeah so taking another leap um and it's something that i'm i'm completely just i'm actually waking up with certain anxiety but <laughs> it's okay i'll wake up in the middle of the night i'm like oh man this is crazy but i just recategorize it as like i fully trust myself because i think what you have to do is you have to self-detach from what your mind is thinking sometimes a lot of the times again it's avoiding you know those scary situations as opposed to what it could be Mm -hmm. And as long as you, you know, trust yourself in order to, to keep moving forward, the outcome is always what it should be. That's okay. been my experience. The outcome is always what it should be. And so, yeah, and this is why I feel like you've stepped more into a zone where you are comfortable, even though each time you shake it up a little bit, and I'm going to, I'm going to touch on that shaking it up analogy in a bit, but you shake it up, you find a space like, oh, why was I fearful of that? the space that I was living in is no longer familiar for me. And I don't really like it. I'm bored of it. And now I'm in a more comfortable zone where I'm like producing, I'm, I'm chasing, I'm thriving. I'm, I'm energetic. I'm excited, you know, because you're thriving off what you said, what, what most of us associate as fear, right. And you take that as an energy source of like, yeah, empower me, empower to me for more. Mm -hmm. um, and so one thing that I wanted to just kind of bring this into a further introspection and it's going to be a funny analogy but let's let's think of this familiar zone right Let, and, and how it moves into a place that we just feel safe in so let's <laughs> look at 20 to 25 years ago how we viewed vampires and zombies okay mm -hmm. fearful they were terrifying think when we were like five and ten years old right they were terrifying yeah. nightmares right? nightmares you right? nightmares nightmares okay so but over this time these last 20 years they've just been continually shown to us continually shown to us continually shown to us in our face movies shows magazines books over and over and now we've become so familiar with that that now you know the zombie next door is your hot neighbor girl or guy that's just living next door cooking eggs and like out to get their next blood fix right yeah. <laughs> like, 
Like the little kids I work with, like six and seven year olds are like having conversations about, well, what kind of zombie would you be? Like, what do you think? Like crazy. They're like in daily conversation. We're talking about zombies now at six years old. I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) And at that time I was frightened. I was like having nightmares about them. Right. So you wouldn't purposely bring them up. Never. (laughs) So it's crazy how we adjust because we've been around it so much. So again, and you know, look at the masks. Like we are being thrown into wearing these masks so much that eventually if it's continuing to stay like this, we're going to be like, no, this is normal. Right. And that, but that's mm-hmm. not normal. Like thinking about humans killing humans is not normal. And so, you know, as we challenge ourselves, as you, as you approach this episode, like think about it is, wow, what is in my life that I'm not looking at? That's so familiar that I'm not thriving anymore. You know, why am I not thriving? Why do I feel stuck? Why do I worry so much? Why do I fearful? Why am I fearful? How can I start to challenge that a bit to find a new comfortable zone that I can live in? Yeah, I like the idea of there's small steps you can take, right? We're, we're not encouraging you to like jump off the cliff. Here. <laughs> yeah. It's just small yeah. steps, right? Like there's little things you can do on a daily basis. You just change your food, change the music you're listening to. You got to think of like everything that you input into all five of your senses becomes part of your diet, right? So is that working for your frequency? Is it working for your energy? The music you listen to, the food that you eat, the the conversations you have with your friends, are they gossip or are you talking about real life, powerful ideas? Take a look at your senses, like all five of your senses and, and what you're bringing in to see, you know, there's small changes you can make there on a daily basis that'll take you to a higher frequency, a better zone. Yeah, no, I really agree with that. Um, small steps was the keyword that I heard from that. If I'm very cautious as to what I literally verbalize, because if I tell somebody something, I'm basically making an agreement, a, a contract, a commitment to the universe. So I actually told a dear friend of mine um, that I was quitting my current job the first quarter of this year. And then what happened was I actually went back on my word and was not planning on doing it. But then that voice kept pronouncing itself like, Jonathan, you said you were going to do this. You have to do it no matter what. (laughs) The outcome's going to be correct. So not only did I quit my job the first quarter, I actually quit even earlier than that. I try to compress the goal itself um, and whatever it may be. But, you know, I'm not going to pretend that I don't say things and sometimes, you know, you, you don't, it's not necessarily that you're, you're lying on purpose. It's sometimes your old self. And I'm hope I'm trying to convey this correctly. Like, suppose I'm going to start this diet on Monday. Don't say that. Just do not say that. Be mm. happy with what you're doing now. <laughs> enjoy the weekend. Eat the hell out of that chocolate cake, right? Just enjoy <laughs> the moment, just eat it. But then if you truly want to start the diet, then only verbalize it if you're going to be fully committed. It's, mm. And it could just be like, maybe, you know, the first five days of the week, I'll be on the diet and then the weekend's off. You don't have to take huge chunks out of, you know, eating the elephant, so to speak. It's little bites at a time and you'll eventually, you know, be successful at it. Yeah, break them that. down. And being kind to yourself, right? Like being kind that we we have, we need breaks. We need to have be okay with forgiveness in things that we might make a mistake or a slip up. And like you said, take bite-sized chunks, take what works for you, but commit to it, right? Commit to it. Yes. And I love that you say that about when you speak it too, because I feel like, like Michael and I talk about all the time, like 
words have power. It's called spelling for a reason, right? It's casting a spell. So when you yeah. speak it into the universe, it's a real deal. Like if I say I'm going to do something for myself and I don't do it, I can feel that energetically weighing on me mm. until I actually do it. It's like this terrible pressure. And that, granted, I'm not saying it's a good thing that I feel that way, but <laughs> like I can feel it. And, you know, I just want to touch on dieting. I just, I have this huge beef about the word diet and, and being pushed in society to do a diet. Um, because the way that we eat is another familial thing. And so just open your mind to the concept that the way that your family has taught you to eat does not agree with your body mm -hmm. and that there are other things out there to explore. There's a great book out there by Lynn Janae Reseda's called the plan. And she goes through this whole concept of like, just because our family cooked this way, doesn't mean that it fits your body. And just because the latest fad diets out there only so a certain percentage of the public is benefiting from it. It doesn't mean it works for your body. You are an individual. You have certain things that work for you. Her book is amazing. It changed my whole perspective on dieting and food and how I cook because I'm Irish, right? Potatoes and meat, potatoes and meat. Well, guess what? None of those things work for my body. Uh, here I am at 45 and just discovered that potatoes and meat don't work. <laughs> and I felt good ever since. I feel better ever since changing that. Yeah, so good that we have the ability to challenge ourselves. And this is something I think, Jonathan, that you keep saying is about what you're doing with yourself is that so many people get caught up in this concept of, oh, no, that's just how I am. No, that's just who we are. That, oh, that's just what, what I believe. No, that's just the way I am. That's just how I act. But this is just a story you're telling yourself to give yourself an excuse to be, let yourself off the hook, to not hold yourself accountable. Because we, it's, it, it's studies on studies on studies show the brain is neuroplastic. We can transform and evolve and adapt and change anything that we wish. Our thoughts, our beliefs, how we speak, all of it can be changed. And Jonathan, that's something that you're setting out to do for yourself. And, um, you know, like it's so empowering to hear your story and like people need to know that you can change your familiar setting. You can change your family setting. You can change your belief setting and you're doing that on a daily basis. And I just think it's so rad how you're doing that. You know, is there any little things that you think that maybe people can, our community of people in spiritual fitness, our group, our family, our new family, you know, of helping each other thrive and evolve, like that can start incorporating into their life more often. Yeah. You know, um, I would recommend actually a book. I recommend it quite frequently. And I actually learned, I, I used to give out copies of books only to come to realize people don't actually read them. So <laughs> I do the same thing. I love that you do that. I also do that. Well, so the one book I would seriously recommend is a, a good self-reflection. It's uh, it's called Psycho-Cybernetics. Um, Maltz is the last name. I can't remember the first one, but um, it talks about changing the way that we view ourselves and kind of like an interlude to it was he used to be a plastic surgeon. So imagine you're paying 10, 15, 20, $50,000 for, you know, facial reconstruction of perhaps something small, like your nose, someone, you know, may have made fun of you one time and it triggered a, a response that you shrunk back as someone said, Oh, your nose is too big or it's too small. So you kind of shrunk back in life and you, you theoretically lost your voice. So what, what his clients would do is they go in there and they, you know, would get all this, you know, reconstructive surgery only to go back and say, look, you didn't change anything. And, and he would show them the before and after pictures. Like, yeah, I mean, here's the before, here's the after. Well, psychologically, 
is the surgery they actually needed. They needed uh. to, to uh, extract or cut out or sever off with a scalpel the old preconceived them, the one that still shrunk back as opposed to the, the actual one of them. So the whole premise of the book is we are who we think we are regardless of what we see in the mirror. Absolutely. And, and that was a huge pivotal point. You have to change the mind from within. And it is such, I've read a lot of books and that one book right there for self-development is one of my favorite ones. Um, so I highly encourage you um, to get it again. It's called psycho cybernetics and it will help you look within. Nice. Thank you. I, I probably would have never picked up a book with a title like that because all yeah, those words yeah. together to me, I'm like, whoa, sounds like way too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I guess picked a better title because it sounds kind of like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know, right? But sounds uh, like a crazy person me. on the internet. Picture it like does, a robot, yeah. like reaching out yeah, across the and... interwebs, like. <laughs> <laughs> and it is nothing like that. I'm like, man, that's funny. You could have picked a better one. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, so yeah, so like what I'm what what we're trying to get at here to our community is to literally start trying to put yourself into doing something that's, a, that's outside of your normal capacity. Test yourself a bit, test your current state. I mean, even we talk about writing these lists, but write a list of the things in your life that, that you believe in, that you don't even know if you agreed to. The way you eat, where you go, where you hang out, the people you're with, the music you listen to, like really write those down and challenge yourself to look at those. Look at those as with some deep introspection and can you start to find some new ways of living, some new ways to think? Like, are you finding yourself in a space of resisting change? And as Jonathan talked about earlier about this, this fearful idea, are you fearful of it? Are you fearful of change? And instead of being fearful of it, find that excitement and feel energy and reacting. And I was looking, doing some research on this actual topic, and I found something called the comfort zone shakeup, right? And basically, it's this innovation on how we as humans actually adapt to change. And we need to know and trust that the world's constantly changing. It's never going to stop, right? It's never stopped since, it's, since the dawn of humanity. And if you're not willing to get on that train of change, well, you're just going to get left behind. Your community is going to leave you. Everything is going to leave you. And you're just going to be sitting stuck in the same place. So um, when we think about being fearful or we're telling ourselves, you know, that that's not me. I can't do that. It's just that story. It's just the story we've repeated. So let's start, stop with our words. Like Jamie, like you said, stop with the casting that story out into the universe and believing in it. And let's start to shake things up. So I found this awesome metaphor that we can all start to use in relation to a milkshake, and it can help us to embrace and approach change. Milkshake is positive to us. It is a good time. It's nostalgia. It's a great memory. So if we think of the milkshake, we are the shaker, right? So everything that we put inside, the ingredients that we put inside our shaker is completely up to us. Such things as our mindset our habits, our agreements, our beliefs, our attitude, even people, things we say, the music we listen to, those are all the ingredients of who and what makes us who we are. So start to chat, just to put in some new ingredients. Think about where you hang out. Think about some new people you'd like to hang out with. Change some music perspective. Turn off the news for a while and, 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 listen to more podcasts or listen to this podcast more often. Um, <laughs> a little spiritual fitness plug there. Um, but, you know, change some of the ingredients because that is totally up to you. You own that control that is in within your control of what you want to do. And you can change. And, you know, as Jonathan said, what bite-sized chunks do you want to 
put into that shaker um, because you just might find new ways of being, new ways of living, new ways of even existing that are actually more comfortable for you and how you wish to live your life. And I think this is a great easy, approachable way to look at it. The milkshake. We are the shaker. What ingredients do I want in my milkshake that I present to the world? Yes, that's exactly. We get to choose, right? That's the beauty part. Love that. Um, Appreciate that. And Jonathan, I'm just so grateful you were on the episode. I know you have so much more to share. And um, as we get moving in this lit train of evolution and change and finding more joy. You know, I, I, I think you're a prime culprit of like developing and cultivating more joy in your life because you're choosing, you are planting the seeds in your garden of joy. And it's just like, you know, we all get to, you know, those of us that are around, you get to watch that. And I hope more people find you, follow you, get to embrace with you and know you um, because you're, you're definitely a person that's thriving in, in such a way. So thank you for being the podcast. Thank you for joining our community. Thank you for being a brother. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it was so nice to have you on. And um, I'm definitely going to find that book, Psycho Cybernetics. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe we talk again after that book, right? Maybe we all read that book and talk again. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. do it. So Jonathan, I know you're getting ready to gear up to move to Las Vegas in quite a few weeks. I'm super excited for your next steps. Um, you know, I would like to get some information on the men's retreats that you went to. I know we got some, some community men in our group that would love to hear about those. So I'm going to post those um, with the podcast, with the information, and you can reach out to me or Jonathan and get that information. I just want to wish everyone a great weekend, great week ahead. And don't forget to put some new ingredients into that milkshake shaker. Let's let's start shaking it up as a group, as a community. Let's support each other. And remember, spiritual fitness is here as your strongest encouragement, love, embracement, and just biggest fan. If you need some more community love, we're here for you. And I just hope everyone has a great week. Jonathan, again, thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it, everyone. Love y'all. All right, you guys, take care. Until next time, have a good one. Keep your soul tuned in to every spiritual fitness episode by joining our podcast community by hitting that subscribe button. You can also stay up to date with any new posts or new stuff that we are exploring by following the Facebook page of Inspire the Collective and the Instagram page of Spiritual Fitness. You aren't alone in this journey of evolution, growth, and becoming spiritually fit. We could all use a little push into reaching our greatest self. Remember, we are all co-creating this thing we call life and walking a path of trying to reach a state of remembrance. So if you know anyone else in their own search of greatness, just as we are, share the link to the podcast, to our social pages, and let's all take part in our ability to inspire the collective together. No one has ever done anything like this. That's why it's going to work.